0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for episode two of the Mindful Mates podcast. Uh, This is a series of podcasts trying to raise money for uh, mental health research through the Black Dog Institute. So I will provide a link for that again in our description below. In today's podcast, we'll be having a chat about uh, mindfulness and the positive impact it's had on each of our mental health. Um, And I have Shaz and Anesh joining me here today to discuss um, this topic. Uh, welcome, Anish and Shaz. How are you guys going this week? Thanks for having me, Hello?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm going pretty well. Just a lot of you know, uni assignments, things like that going on. Um, but enjoying this good weather during lockdown in Melbourne and I guess just kind of counting down days till it ends. Um, what about
1: yourself, Chaz? Uh, yeah, going all right. Um, actually have uni work to do. Just Unlike... <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> we're doing a total of two units together It's quite impressive Yeah, it's all
1: right yeah. Just um, getting through it
0: That's good, that's good Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the mid-term break Hopefully uh, we get some time off is, I don't know if we're going to have a week off um, of ISO <laughs> During mid-term break I don't know if there's an overlap But if there is, I'm quite excited for that
1: You've been um, on mid-term break the whole 7 <laughs> <laughs> I've been on mid-term break for
0: three months <laughs> Yeah, no, hopefully it gets a bit better. Like one unit's been tough this semester, <laughs> <laughs> deferring all my midterms. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I've had a good time and uh, the past week's been a little bit better than the rest. Just been able to be a bit more mindful and yeah, trying to get back into my meditation practice a little bit more recently, which has been good.
1: Good stuff. Good to thanks, hear.
2: thanks. So I guess we know that mindfulness is a topic that is covered a lot uh, in lots of different places and it's just heaps of different definitions of it and so much information out there. and um, We don't want to, I guess, repeat things too much that's already out there. But I guess for, for those that don't know what it is, we'll start off by, I guess, defining what we think mindfulness is. So I guess the general definition, don't know if you guys would agree, but I'd say it's probably about the ability to be kind of in the present moment and just be experiencing what there is to experience <laughs> as bad as that definition is it does make sense nah, to
0: yeah, you yeah. guys no nah, i think that i think yeah. that makes perfect sense as well like <laughs> it's just like um for me it's just like a meditation practice it's where you're just kind of immersing yourself uh with everything surrounding you so you're trying to experience everything you possibly can um and that pretty much means just being present in that particular moment um that's how i've interpreted it um yeah but yeah i think your definition, definition is perfect as well
1: yeah, I think it's, it might be easier to conceptualize um, if you think of it as like a goal oriented thing. So like I know that kind of the goal I have for it is kind of, yeah, just to realize that we create so much unnecessarily mental suffering like within ourselves um, just through identifying with our thoughts um, and letting it kind of just take over our whole spectrum of consciousness. Is that something that you guys feel as well?
0: yeah yeah i definitely like your goal based approach like i think mine's slightly different to yours what i'm trying to achieve with mindfulness and it's um like how i think of it is like uh your consciousness is like a large field and at the moment when you begin you're able to really focus on particular things at that one point in time but my goal is to be able to just absorb everything around me um at the same time and uh, that's what really what i'm trying to achieve rather than being deliberately mindful, I want to be more like spontaneously mindful as well. Just be able to uh, experience constantly. Um, And maybe a perfect definition for mindfulness is the moment to moment tracking of experience. But that's, that's my goal out of mindfulness.
2: Yeah. I like the way you have explained that as well. And I'm a big believer that I guess the, the cash value of life or like where you're truly kind of getting value out of life is in the present moment and not when you're kind of lost in your thoughts which will mean that you're either thinking about the past or the, or the, future. So when you're really paying attention to that present moment, I think that's where you, you know, you get a lot of value out of life. So I like that yeah idea of trying to stay in that present moment. I also think the goal in a sense as well is to, is to just kind of understand your mind, like just kind of take a second to, to look and see actually what's going on rather than just being kind of held hostage to everything that's going on. And yeah, you, you never actually will be able to understand your mind unless you sit and observe it. So I think that's a one of the big parts of it that I've learned, I guess, from from meditating.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of research also shows heaps of other benefits outside of what you just said. Um, improved sleep quality just from a couple of research articles I've read. Sleep quality just improves when, when uh, people take part in mindfulness meditation and memory as well. Um, is seen to have improved and something more specific to me i don't know how this works but research shows that the mindfulness improves chronic lower back pain and i've been suffering with that for a while so um i don't know how it helps exactly and i don't know if it's helped me but maybe it'll well in the future um but yeah just um uh, it's got heaps of benefits
2: yeah Ashray is a 21 a year old boy living in a 60 year old man's body so <laughs> he suffers from a, a wide range of chronic problems
1: I can't I better. Sixty-year-olds in shape as all. hundred percent.
2: So I guess for those of you who are skeptical about mindfulness and its and its positive benefits, um, we thought we'd also just touch on a little bit of the science behind it. And I guess what really got me convinced of the the, the utility of mindfulness was probably the studies around um, anxiety and depression. So I guess there's an area. Of qu- in the brain called the default mode network and there's been a lot of study around this and it's an area that is highly active when people are having self-referential thoughts and they are lost in their own thoughts and identified by their own thoughts as well and it's usually a lot higher for those suffering from anxiety and depression and the studies have shown that um, people who have done uh, who have who have experienced meditating actually are able to decrease the activity in default mode network, which, which is kind of showing that it, it can tackle anxiety or anxious thoughts and symptoms of depression, such as ruminating as well. So that's what I think Yeah, really convinced me to, to jump on and kind of commit towards practicing it as a, as a regular part of my life as well. Have you guys found those effects? For
0: yourself as well. Yeah, I think so. Like I was an extremely anxious, and not like I still have some anxious tendencies, but I was extremely anxious and stressed before, and I found that mindfulness has really helped in that area. I've been able to kind of control that stress, not just completely eliminate it, but just learn to control it a little bit better. Um, so but it's definitely helped me there.
1: I think I'm um, yeah on that on that path as well. Um, there's also definitely been times where you know I've gotten slack, um, especially when. I probably need to be engaging in these practices, uh, especially if there's things going on in in my life Um, and like traumatic periods. I definitely know that, you know, there's times where I should be kind of gravitating towards indulging in these practices, but I'm not. Um, But I think, yeah, the benefits for it, they're quite talked about in today's um, media and scientific research. And I think, yeah, it's it's great to see so much, um, yeah, the spotlight being on, mindfulness practices i think also one thing that i've read about is how mindfulness has been linked towards the slower onset of dementia and alzheimer's and obviously these um these links aren't causal and there's still lots of research to be done around this but you know the fact that they've notified that um that meditation can make like significant structural changes to the brain over you know decades of practice of it i think is really interesting and yeah as i said it's I think we've got to be careful that even though it's really good that but mindfulness practices has been getting a really good rap in today's society and health circles. I think it's also um, important to be wary of the fact that, you know, it's not a magical cure for um, things we're going through. And, you know, it shouldn't be, if you're, if you're facing like mental health issues, it's not just a band aid fix that you can try and expect for all your worries and to go away. Um, I think it's, it's a bit of a bigger picture than that i think it's definitely something that you can use as a tool in your um tool set but i don't think it's something that people should be yeah just like preaching blindly i guess is that something that you guys think as well
0: Uh, definitely i think i do yeah you you do need to do things outside of mindfulness to keep your mental health uh, stable and in a good state so um, yeah, mindfulness is. I think uh, some one of the things I've done to help that, uh, but there's so much more you need to do outside of it. But I found that mindfulness has probably been the most uh, beneficial out of the things that I've done, and that's yeah. probably why it's it's stuck with me.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I think also there's a. It's kind of been hijacked by self-help and all those kind of wellness-related yeah. uh, people as well. So there's a lot of misinformation out there. And um, a lot of inexperienced people probably as well telling you what to do and, and how to go about doing mindfulness. And the thing is us three, we are, you know, we're amateurs, complete amateurs. And all we can kind of give is our personal experience and we can't really tell you how to do it or what's the best way to do it. We can direct you to, I guess, the, 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 the ways we go about doing it. Um, But again, it's important to do your own research and make sure that there is, I guess, some evidence-based way or um, some tried and tested way that you are following as well.
0: But yeah, like it's, it's definitely um, like we're quite confident that there's a lot of research to back up the positive benefits of mindfulness, but what was probably like the initial way you guys got involved in the practice?
2: So the way I got into it was in year 12, I I started doing yoga with, with and another friend just to, just to reduce stress. Actually, this was year 11 and at the end of the yoga session, we'd do, like, a 10-minute just sitting there meditating. And I remember just feeling so at peace after that. <laughs> and I just felt so zen. And I've probably never felt like that before. After that, I didn't... Now, you t-
0: look back at it. Yeah, you look back at it. What stress could we possibly have have had in year 11? <laughs> <laughs>
2: need oh, to no, ever. I've got a sack. <laughs> I've got a sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what you're saying.
2: So uh, after after I did yoga that year, I didn't touch any sort of mindfulness-related things for a while. And um, I I remember it being a buzzword and, you know, everyone saying, you know, just just like their smiling mind going around in headspace and people were saying, you know, do it for stress and anxiety. But um, I think I was very sceptical about the benefits. So I never – I I thought it would just be a waste of time. But then um, in second year of uni, I I struggled a lot with – anxiety and just stressful thoughts and I decided to just go to a counselor one day and she she recommended Smiling Mind and uh, Headspace and then and I spoke to a friend as well who who was going through similar problems and he said on the days that he does meditate and the days that he doesn't he he can he feels a, a difference for the rest of the day and then that kind of convinced me to to actually, you know, tr- give it a go. And then after that, I think uh, I just kind of incorporated into my routine and made it a habit.
1: Yeah, I was definitely um, pretty sceptical of this whole area. I, know, I remember, like, my grandpa used to be, you know, always on my back about doing breathing exercise and stuff. And it wasn't necessarily through, like, a, um, a, like a meditation lens uh, or anything, but, you know, just I just used to kind of brush it off. Um, and just, yeah, even even when it started, I guess, getting some movement behind it, I always did used to be sceptical of it and it probably wasn't um, without you guys that, you know, I, I, I did try to give it a bit more of a proper go. Yeah, and I'm glad I did.
0: Yeah, like I think my experience with how I got on board is quite similar to Inesha's. Um, but uh, the biggest probably issue for me is I, I tried and stopped a few times and um, that's, I think, getting it stuck and making sure that you're doing it consistently is where you're going to get the most benefit. So, yeah, without anesh pushing me back uh, when we first started um, our mindfulness practice, I probably wouldn't have got um, deep into it. Um, like, I think what we really need to do is uh, just incorporate it into our routine and uh, it'll make sure it kind of just sticks in your life. Join the cult and then you can <laughs> become a serious part of your life. Um, I think when I first started meditation I was an extremely anxious person and I was um, quite stressed all the time and I was um, overly self-critical and these kind of led on to other effects such as like I wasn't really able to speak well in in a public setting um, and I wasn't able to communicate very well either with even people that I was close with but meditation really helped in that I was um, able to really separate myself from my thoughts. I I could uh, understand that the thoughts that are popping up into my head aren't really um, uh, something that's in my control. It just, um, whatever comes into uh, my head next is just completely random. So uh, understanding that, it just changed my relationship with those thoughts. Um, And uh, this all had like a flow-on effect to just the way I think about pretty much every single thing that happens in my life. I started to understand that emotions were a result of these thoughts. And if these thoughts are completely out of my control, so are these emotions. So having that understanding that even emotions are pretty much out of my control, uh, I realised that the only thing I could do was change the way I really react to these emotions. And that's where I feel like the biggest change in my life really was I was able to um, identify when I got stressed and, or when I got worried about something and then understand that, yes, that emotion popped up, it was out of my control, but now I can act in a different way, uh, which is in my control and get a positive outcome at the end of it. And even with all of these emotions, I was even with um, stress. I understood that uh, only a, a little bit of stress is actually useful. Um, if I've got a test coming up, yes, having a little bit of stress is going to help me work harder. But uh, any more stress than that little that little amount is going to be completely useless. So there's like a threshold, I guess. Um, and yeah. anything above that is just negative utility. So that that's probably where I've I got the most benefit when it came to stress, uh, that I was able to identify that. And that's where mindfulness really helped. And I don't think mindfulness is just, it doesn't tell you a way to live your life. It's, I think it gives you the platform to kind of develop, develop ideas and have some intuition for yourself um, and then help form your life slowly. Um, yeah. And that's just uh, ha- how it's impacted me like quite largely.
2: Yeah. I like the idea that, yeah, it's kind of like an operating manual for your mind in a mm. sense. And it's, it's just some, it's something that you, kind of form yourself just by looking observing it and i think one thing you realize like you were talking about is when you observe your mind is that like these thoughts are kind of just appearing out of nowhere and then they just become you and you become identical to these thoughts whereas if you really actually look closely at it a thought is kind of just arising in this in this space of consciousness um just like a sound just like a sensation so you know my thought is mine just as much as you know i hear your voice and then that that could be me as well. I don't know if that makes yeah. any
0: sense. I might yeah, just- like you've got no control over either of those things, pretty much. Yep. You've got no control over what thought arises yeah. in your head, and you've got no control okay. over what I'm saying at the end of yeah, it. Yeah, so. exactly.
2: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So I think what mindfulness does is it kind of gives you that that freedom of choice, like whether I whether to become identical to that thought, and whether to, I guess, I guess suffer from whatever thought that is. And it helps you remove a lot of like thought based suffering. Uh, I would say because if you're able to recognise that thought as just an appearance in consciousness as a thought, then anxiety and uh, thought-based suffering aren't able to take as much of a hold over you and create as much suffering because you can just let it arise and let it go.
1: And I think I'll just touch on some of the challenges that I faced as well um, on this journey. And, I know right now like dealing with some stuff outside um, of uni and stuff and I know that you know I'm facing some challenges regarding you know how to I guess put this mindfulness um, tool into practice and I know it's just something that you'll get better at over time but I think I just want to provide some encouragement for people you know if if they are trying to use it there's going to be there is a definitely um, a learning curve and you know there's still times where I'll go into it with the intention of, you know, spending 10 minutes of really, like, quality um, deep breathing and stuff and then I'll just end up ruminating about everything else that's going on in my life. And I think that's something, you know, it's that's all part of the progress as well. And I don't think people should be, like, you know, looking down on themselves or thinking that, you know, this isn't for them. Um, I, think, I think you'll get to a stage where you'll realise that, you are ruminating and that's part of the progress as well. Um So, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's not a – you're not going to be good at it straight away. Um I still – like, we're all completely amateurs at it, as you were saying. And, yeah, I think, I think it's just about getting to that routine and sticking to it, which I know I definitely have trouble as well, like just having that motivation sometimes um, and just fearing that, you know, I'll just spend the next 10 minutes – stressing more and it will leave me in like a worse place than before um so yeah i think it's definitely part of the journey
0: yeah even for me early on um i would beat myself up over um getting lost in my thoughts when i was just when i was meditating um but then i I kind of learned over time that like as i said as we've been saying thoughts are just out of your control so it's just going to appear in your consciousness and you can't really beat yourself up over it for getting distracted while you're meditating it's just a part of that learning curve and the thought to beat yourself up as well—that's just the thought itself, as well, isn't it? You know? yeah. uh, another thing that, like, I probably realised through mindfulness is that because nobody, uh, because thoughts just arise randomly and you can't kind of don't have any control over it, uh, you can't really blame anyone for thinking a particular way, or um, you, you kind of grow a bit of compassion for people. Um, you're you're more empathetic, I guess. You're just able to um, uh, understand what's happening in their mind a little bit more or just because you're, you're going through similar things. So it med- meditation has really given me uh, a bit more compassion toward other people. And I, I, I don't really get angry as much at, at, as at other people um, just because, yeah, I, I have this understanding now.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I, like I can, I still get angry at other people, but I think I, <laughs> I'm able to just kind of recognize that I'm getting angry easier like it's just like a little mindfulness alarm when I when I get angry and then I can kind of just stop thinking about what's making me angry and then just let the anger pass but yeah for sure it's like once you realize that oh I'm not in control of my own thoughts and I'm just kind of you know held hostage to them when I when I'm lost in my own thoughts a lot of other people I mean everyone else is in the same situation as well so when everything they do is based on things they don't control, such as, you know, the state of their brain at that time, the the you know, their past experience, their genetics, everything. It's a bit hard to, you know, really <laughs> hate someone for that since yeah. it's not in their control. Uh, I've seen it in like real life, um, I guess coming through when I'm arguing with Ashray about hoodie yeah. or something, about, you know, he says something, you know, rude about a football team, you know. <laughs> And then, and then I just feel myself getting angry, and I <laughs> want to just lash out at him. But then I just, I guess, uh, by being mindful, I'm able to able to not not let that take as, as much control over me and and my actions, and just be aware of it. And so I guess we should touch on as well how we kind of do the practice, and maybe how other people could could as well. Um, me personally, and I think the other boys as well, uh, we use an app called Waking Up. I've found it pretty useful. It's just, it's just great to have, I guess, an app or like someone kind of guiding you through it because you are likely to get lost in your own thoughts and it's just a bit of a reminder when you do. And um, I found that pretty helpful. And the app also has, I guess, some theory behind the the meditation exercises themselves, which can help you kind of understand what you're doing
0: and why you're doing it as well. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was probably... Um, what that's a bigger point of difference than the actual mindfulness practice understanding the logic behind it like helps me actually be mindful um, better Um, so I think that theory aspect is really good
2: yeah yeah for sure like I guess people just diagnose any problem they're like you're feeling anxious go do mindfulness and then you sit down and you, you try to breathe and focus on your breath and you're like why am I doing this and that's I think when you when you don't know why it's a lot harder to see the value as well so yeah, that's one of the apps, and then I think I think ten percent happier as well. I've heard I haven't used it myself. I've heard that's a pretty good app.
0: Like uh, the Vox Mindful series um, has has been quite good, um, and uh, there's quite a few things on Netflix as well. Um, was it the mind uh, the Mind shows? Was yeah, the,
1: the uh, Explained series, and there's a special uh, special segment on the Mind, and there's a few videos regarding that.
0: Yeah, I think if just everyone goes a little bit out of their way to try understanding the makeup of their mind, any way you could do that is probably going to help you be mindful. So, um, it's a good starting point for anyone
2: for sure, yeah. And I guess, yeah, if you still don't see the, the utility of meditation, um, I don't blame you. I think it's it, it does, it is a pretty abstract concept and it's but i urge you to test it i guess in the lab of your own mind because everything we say isn't going to make complete sense but um yeah give it a go because i guess yeah the the quality of your mind does really determine the quality of your life as well and that's probably one of the biggest realizations i've had
0: yeah i think uh, with just uh when you start mindfulness practice the the first few days isn't going to give you that much benefit but i feel like the most benefits a few like maybe 10 15 days into the practice so we're really getting used to the setting and just mindfulness in general so if if you do, do start I would, I would recommend doing it for a couple of weeks just to get a good understanding of mindfulness um and yeah on the app as well the waking up app sam harris has got a 28 day introductory course which i found was really good just kind of taught me everything i needed to know to start being better at being mindful i guess
2: so if you've made it this far, thanks for joining us. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule, Ashray, with one unit and Shaz, is actually busy. <laughs> um, I hope you found this useful and feel free to donate to our Mullets for Mental Health page. And hopefully we'll be back next week with another episode. Cheers for coming.